On this week's episode of The Gospel of Your Mind, we're going to talk about the past, we're going to talk about change, we're going to talk about your physical health, and we're going to talk about recreating that amazing time for you. Tune in, stick in, strap in, let's go for it. the past can teach us some amazing lessons. If we're not paying attention to that, if we're not really listening and listening to those clues, listening to what the past has around us, man, we're missing out on an incredible opportunity. Opportunities. Hey, I'm the opportunity guy after all. And what I seek out and what I look for is opportunities. Most importantly, opportunities to learn from maybe what I've done before that no longer serves right now. Our past has some key, key lessons that we can learn from it. And as we're learning, what we've also got to do is remember not to live in the past. We all know that the past doesn't equal the future, but the past is meant for us to learn from, for us to gain knowledge, for us to seek out the higher meaning, the higher importance, the higher learnings that it offers us. That's really what the past is for. It's not to sit and commiserate and get stuck in those negative feelings, those negative emotions, or those negative thoughts. It's really to take a look at it and say, okay, what did I do that maybe didn't work out as well as it should? Oh, there's that word, and I hate using that word, but let's take a look at it. What maybe didn't work out the way it should? What's got to work out the way that it must? The past gives us those clues. The past tunes us in to all that amazing knowledge, and if we're listening for it, if we're being careful not to judge ourselves, if we're listening to the past and making sure that we're getting the absolute most out of it, then we have won. The past, when utilized properly, the past, when doubled down on and information extracted out of it, when we take all the amazingness and we get to move forward, that's when we really win. The past isn't that place for looking for all the things that we did wrong so that we can beat ourselves up. No, that's not what it's all about at all. The past gives us clues. The past gives us all those amazing clues and we have to be those people. We have to get that curiosity on. We have to get that curiosity mindset on to say, okay, what can I do that's even more impactful? That's going to leave a bigger difference. That's going to make an even bigger impact. That's what the past is so great for. So many people, they want to live in that place. They want to look in that place of all that's gone wrong and all that's happened to them. Stop doing that shit. Stop being in that place where you're looking at the past to lead you forward. That doesn't help and that doesn't get you what you want. The past is there to guide us forward. Don't live in the past. The future is what's ahead. Where we can live though is right now. So one of the things that we've got to always remember too is that we've got to remember to take not just care of our mental mindset, We've got to take care of our physical health. We've got to make sure that we're on top of it. You know, we've got this virus going on right now, and many people might even akin it to the Croatoan virus. But really what's going on right now is that when we've built that physical health, when we've taken care of that physical health along with our mental health, when we've got that locked down, we're able to put up with stuff like this, not just put up with it, but absolutely thrive in these times. This is the world giving us a challenge. 
This is that world giving us that challenge to see if we're really up for it. The only way to do that is along with taking care of that mental, mental toolbox that you've got upstairs is to also take care of that physical body. It is mental, emotional, spiritual. We've got to bring it all into that and we've got to take care of ourselves. The most important thing that we can do is ensure that we're in a place, a space, and a time where we are healthy. Take care of yourself as well. Find the extra space, the extra time to really focus in on your body. Yeah, a lot of us, we don't have the gym right now. We don't have a lot of that stuff going on right now. And you know what? That's okay because ultimately we can find the things to do. We can get out. We can go for those walks. We can engage our physical bodies as long as we're taking some sort of action in order to achieve our ultimate outcome. That's what we're doing. It is mental. There's that mental aspect of it. Yes, we have to tell ourselves that word. We have to use that gospel in our mind that says, yes, you can do it. You can get out. You don't have to restrict yourself into those four walls. And as long as you do that, as long as you're engaging your body, you're building up that strength within to be able to take on anything, anytime, anywhere. Virus or no virus, we've got this. Without your health, you've got nothing. That health is absolutely everything. Above and beyond mindset, above and beyond everything, health is the most important thing. Take care of your body. Take that time to respect your body because your body is your temple. Take that time to figure out what's really working for you. If you're finding that you've got those couple extra pounds on, maybe now with all the extra time you've got, you've got some extra time to go ahead and get out for those walks. Do the sit-ups, do the push-ups, do something that's creating that health in your life. Health is the most important thing you have. Don't think of it as something little. Think of it as the most important thing. Look at these people out on their bikes. Amazing. They're taking care of their health. Look at them all. That is outstanding. And that's what we're looking to do. They're even practicing a little bit of social distancing there. It's absolutely amazing. Look, health is it. Health is where it's at. Get that mindset around that. Get comfortable with health. Get comfortable with doing those push-ups, sit-ups, those, even just those squats, whatever it is. Take that time to incorporate that into your life. Now that you've got that extra time. Don't let the virus win. So how do you deal with change in your life? Change is happening all around us. Is it a big thing? Some of us can get confused with it. And it can be something that, hey, it can pop up as a really big challenge. Change can be scary. Change can be something that we don't want to accept because it's simply too much. Here's the thing with change. When we apply small little steps, when we take small little pieces of action, towards an outcome, we ultimately end up at that ultimate destination and change becomes easy. When you think of change as this great big thing, like, hey, we've all heard that saying, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? Change is a lot like that. Change when taken in small little micro elements in micro pieces becomes really easy to do. If I just do one thing different, I maybe do a little bit of a 2% difference or something like that. I just make one small little effort forward and change becomes really easy. Change becomes something that I look forward to because I get to grow from that. I get to experience all the beauty that is that change. Change is something to be excited to. That is my mindset. My mindset around change is excitement. I've linked that up because I've done it so many times. Change is a beautiful, beautiful thing and it starts with just one action doesn't have to be a big action. If it's something humongous, you're not going to do it because it's going to step you way too far out of that comfort zone. 
What we're looking to do here is find the micro steps that you can take, right? If you wanted to adopt a new practice into your life, maybe it's first of all finding where you've got to go do that, what you could do. I was just speaking about exercise. I was talking about exercise, doing something like that. Maybe that's a change in your life. Maybe all you have to figure out is, hey, what's one thing that I can do? What's one simple little practice that I can put into place so that I can adopt change and really own it and really get comfortable with it? Okay, day one. Maybe I start with, I'm going to do 10 sit-ups. No big deal, right? It's small, it's simple, it's little. That's what we want with change. That's how we want to take change on in small little bits and pieces. Maybe day two, okay, I'm going to do those 10 sit-ups again. And you know what? I'm going to add 10 push-ups into it. Ooh, we're changing our structure. We're changing what we're doing by making those small little micro adjustments. This isn't that great big macro picture. And we don't ever want to be in that place where we're taking too much on. Whether it's taking action, whether it's doing something new, when we take it in small little bits, small little pieces, easy, small, little bite-sized pieces, think of it as your appetizer. All we're looking here is to have that little appetizer to wet our palate so that we want even more, so that we get familiar with change, so that we get really tight with change. Change is beautiful. Change can be all around us, and heck, we're in it right now. Change is something that we have to learn to love because when we do, we get to tap into growth. Growth is amazing. Think about that. What can you do right now? What, what's that one thing you can do in your life that's going to bring even more change in for you? Think about that. Change is like making a choice. Number one, we've got to choose it. But look what happens when we have choices. If I've adopted change into my life, if I've made change my best friend, I get to have the opportunity to make choice. Look behind me here. Perfect example of that. I've got three doors. Do I enter in door one? Do I enter in door two? Or do I enter in door three? Or Maybe it's door A, door B, door C. Whatever it is, I've got choice as to what's on the other side of that. Change opens up choice. Change opens up opportunity to be able to experience that radical growth in your life. Remember what we know about growth. Growth isn't just a nice to have. Growth isn't one of those things where, oh, yay, it'd be great to grow. And if we're growing this way, hey, that's the wrong kind of growth. What we want is spiritual, emotional, mental growth that really helps us expand that mindset out. Remember, this is the gospel of your mind. We want to use those words like change, like growth, like opportunity. We want to get super familiar with that. That's our book of words. That's our book of language. And change is one of those words. Sometimes all it takes is finding that place in your mind. That special place, that special portal. This place here, it's a little bit special. I'm not going to tell you why. Maybe you'll figure it out. But going to that place in your mind, finding that area, that opportunity for you to be able to take one, two, three, five, ten, thirty minutes, whatever it is, to get recentered, to find your very own portal to all the amazingness that's in you. Look at this. I want to share this because this is so important. We have an unlimited, untapped amount of awesomeness within each and every one of us. I don't care what your background is. I don't care what's happened or what hasn't happened in your life. What I'm telling you is this, is you have amazingness within you. You have the ability to tap into anything. It's almost as though you've got that magic secret portal into those pearly gates of heaven. Whatever it is, you've got it within you. What does it take to access it though? It takes taking some time. It takes doing something over and over and over. 
I spoke about practice. I spoke about doing things, taking that small little one bite at a time. Remember the analogy of eating the elephant, right? What do we do? We eat it one bite at a time. It's the same thing with the practice of being centered, of tapping into that amazingness that's within you. That amazingness, when you just take a couple minutes, when you do one thing, maybe you spend one minute, a minute and a half, whatever it is, just to go to that place. Find your special place somewhere it's quiet. What do I do? I practice this a couple times a day. I'll typically do it once in the morning and then once at night before I'm going to bed. I'll find a few minutes where I can let everything go. Where I can, if I'm doing it in the morning, where I'm allowing all the energy and all the excitement of the day that I'm about to have to flow into me. Like literally flow into me to get me juiced up like a freaking tornado or a hurricane. That energy, it comes to me. This isn't some woo-woo thing. This is something that I practice consciously. I take the time, find the space, and do. In the evenings, what am I doing? I'm allowing all of that to leave my body, to get out of there so that I can have an amazing sleep. All of you know I do some practices. I work through some goal setting. I work through some uh, my own achievement method every single day, crushing out my goals, crushing out my outcomes. But to allow myself to be in that place where I can recoup, where I can take that energy back, I have to go to the place of being calm, to calm my mind. Again, it's like a flow. In the morning, what do I do? I allow the flow to come into me. I allow all the energy, all the excitement, all the juice of about what's about to be for the day. I, I get so excited, it's almost like I can't even speak right now because I'm so excited about it. Make it a conscious effort. Do this in the morning. Take a few minutes, take a minute, two minutes, three minutes, five minutes, whatever it is, and just allow yourself to receive. Really, truly get behind that receiving, whether it's the energy about what, you're ex about, about what you're about to experience for the day, whether it's getting excited for all the things that you have to do, whether it's seeing clients, whether it's serving in a whole new way, whether it's stepping up and getting ready to go and change someone's life, whatever it is you do, allow that energy, allow that excitement to fill you. Get behind it. Get really, really, really solid behind it because when you do, it fills you for the day, right? I just take that five minutes every day. I allow myself to appreciate. I'm not going on some woo-woo stuff here. This isn't some spiritual journey or anything like that. It's none of that shit whatsoever. What it is though is it's allowing my mind to just settle, to open up to the amazingness that's inside me so that I know I can serve throughout the whole day. That five minutes or 10 minutes, however long I take, and it doesn't take long, I've turned it into that daily practice, something I truly believe in, something that I know if I didn't do or if I didn't practice on a constant, consistent basis, I wouldn't be able to serve the way I serve. Same thing at the end of the night. Man, I'm juiced. When I'm working with my clients, I tell them, I don't care if it's the first call, 10th call, 20th call. Sometimes I'll do 16, 17 calls in a day. I'm still at this same peak level of energy. It just flows through me. Here's the thing. If I don't do something with that energy though, if I don't release it back, if I don't get it out of my body, if I don't just take that 5, 10, 15 minutes, whatever it is, to really recenter myself, that's going to hurt me in the sleep department. What's so critical here is to give yourself that time. Give yourself that space. Most importantly, give yourself that belief that just by taking a few minutes, Taking a few minutes for you to recharge, to really allow all the noise, because there's noise all around us all the time. We simply allow that noise to quiet, to allow our minds to quiet, 
we get to grow exponentially because we're releasing all that we don't need. That's what I do at the end of the night. I take that five or 10 minutes, right? Maybe it's in that time that I call twilight time, right before I fall asleep. I'm just allowing everything to go. I'm allowing all the thoughts, everything to leave my mind. I use those practices that set me up to do that, my own achievement method. I've mentioned that a couple times, but this is what gives me that ability to let all that stuff go. I sleep well, I sleep like a baby. And I'm able to do that because I've released that all. Do yourself this favor, straight up. Five minutes in the morning, five minutes at night, that's it, one small piece. Let's face it, if you can't find five minutes, if you can't find five minutes to perform this over and over, you've got some bigger shit to deal with. Find that five minutes, just give yourself that grace. Give yourself that small little space where you can allow it to all come in, allow it to juice you up, allow it to excite you in the morning. And then at night, give yourself that five or 10 minutes, maybe in that twilight time, that time right before you're sleeping to allow it all to go. It's a give and take scenario. It's a give and take situation. Take it in the morning, be open to receiving it. And at the end of the night, be willing to let it all go. It's a small little practice but it's really you tapping into the greatness that's you. This is you being a little bit selfish for yourself as well. I want you to do that. I want you to go to that place where you're taking care of you. Because if you don't take care of you, no one else is going to do it for you.